We're the Nada Grande Boys. I'm Rodney Wood. And I'm Kyle Jackson. Welcome to the Nada Grande Outdoors podcast where we hunt it forward. Not like we do anything else with any kind of order. (laughs) (laughs) We're having a discussion on... Blah. Blah. (laughs) (laughs) On how to... How do you start a podcast? How do you start a podcast? Not, Step not, one. Not like start, don't do start it like a podcast, us. but how do you bring in to the podcast? We have our new intro now, and uh, so we didn't really know how to start. Just start talking. Just, just, just don't even think about it. Just do it. <laughs> Nunchuck skills, computer hacking skills. We definitely don't but have no the computer podcast skills. <laughs> No podcast skills whatsoever. Happy New Year, guys. This is season two of the Not a Grande Outdoors podcast. Or if you speak Spanish, 2 0. Doso. <laughs> we have not been drinking. Who thought that we would make it to season two? Right, right. Our wives, probably not. Hoped. In your wife's case. In my wife's case. Hoped we wouldn't. <laughs> it was Dana's idea. Hashtag Dana's idea. Yes. Um, We're going to talk about uh, last season a little bit to begin with. Um, if you're just joining us, we invite you to go back and listen to last season's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been having a lot of fun doing this and... Uh, are going to continue to do it until somebody stops us. <laughs> right, right. Well, that person might be your wife. <laughs> That's a good uh, thing she doesn't listen to these. Right. <laughs> if she did, I would still say everything I, know, I, I know. say. But... That's true. And yeah. I would pay for it. <laughs> so so season two, season one was a lot of fun. Um, we, we definitely enjoyed it. We got a bit of a late start. Um by the time Dana talked us into actually doing this, well, I don't know if we can say we had a late start. We just uh, our we had a late start in that we didn't start in January because we didn't start not a grande till yeah July. Yeah, and and that's what I mean. We got we got a late start in the sense that we didn't start doing this until June. Well, June first weekend in June first was in June was our first podcast. Um, that's not when we released it, but that's when we rec- recorded the deleted version of that. <laughs> which, which recording was that? <laughs> yeah, we don't have. We that. have improved in that yeah. in that sense. Yeah, we, we don't, don't have that delete anymore. too many recordings anymore, mm-hmm. except the ones we normally don't want. Right. But um, so in that sense, we got we got like our first three podcasts. Um, what did we? You know, we covered a little bit of the proclamation. Uh, some draws and the draw results. Yeah. But all that had already happened. Yeah, and that's um our intention had been, you know, that that's information that we want people to have how to how to read that proclamation and know, you know, what the changes are, how to interpret those draw or those uh harvest reports mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Uh but because we didn't get uh, Nada Grande started till later in the year, 
obviously all that stuff had already happened. The draw had already occurred here in New Mexico. Uh, and so uh, that information was, I'm not going to say it wasn't any good. It, it's, it's always good information. But as far as being beneficial to help somebody for the year of 2018. It wasn't. It, it wasn't other than yeah. just knowing that that stuff is out there. Yeah. Um, so that's why he says, you know, we kind of got started late because uh, we were covering stuff that had already kind of happened. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and I mean, that's all right because our main focus is hunt it forward. Yeah. That's, that's our idea, our concept, our program. And I think we're going to have to go with all of those things because we can't decide on just one. If you've listened, <laughs> you know, we we haven't been able to to name uh, other other than the proper name, hunt it forward. We haven't been able to name it. So it, it's an idea, it's a concept, um, it's, it's a program. an action plan. It, it, yeah. It's it's all of these things because um, that's what it, it started as an idea. Uh, uh, we conceptualized it and then we made it happen. Yeah. So, and even though that was our, you know, that, that was, that became our main focus, you mm -hmm. know, when we started, I don't, uh, that wasn't our main focus because we didn't, we didn't really kind of come up with Hunt It Forward. Well, and, uh, our, our intention when we first started was that we just wanted to get information out there. We wanted to uh, give people the benefit of, going not having to go through the troubles that we've had to yeah. go through in in navigating all the the many pitfalls of the draw system of you know and and that type of thing yeah and that was our original intent it but it, it really evolved whenever we kind of found that purpose that hunt it for <coughs> purpose excuse me yeah and that's kind of how i so how here's kind of how i equate it right um when i was going through my classes to become catholic before i got married you're a Catholic. Um, Catholic. Holy um, crap. We have a Catholic people. <laughs> but my my RCIA teacher told me, um, are you having, you know, are you looking forward to becoming Catholic? And I told her, well, I've always been Catholic. I just didn't know it. And now I'm going through the steps. So that's kind of how I view the Hunt It Forward process. I mean, I like... Like you said, our goal was to bring information, and 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 we had me and you had discussed our path for the original season of Hunt It Forward or or not a Grande Outdoors podcast, and really, we just didn't have a name for it. It was always there. We were always wanting to bring information to those who didn't know how to find it. Right? You see what yeah. I'm saying? Oh we, yeah, we, absolutely. We no, were wanting I, to. I'm, I'm on the same page with yeah, you. Yeah, we were and wanting I think, to. I, I think you are. Yeah, it was You're always right there. It, it was always it was there. there. We were just and then you, we just hadn't conceptualized it. We to hadn't pluck it out. Yeah, of of everything that we were putting together. You know, our plans to go through and because the big deal is we wanted to go through a step by step mm -hmm. the entire season from getting the proclamation to reading the proclamation to studying the odds, studying the terrain, studying what you want to do, putting in, drawing out, and and uh, scouting, hunting processing and eating the meat i mean from get to go the yeah. whole nine yards um and mm. in that we wanted to tell the story so we wanted to broadcast it through the podcast to our listeners and and then you very neatly reached out and plucked out you know we need 
well we we found we found purpose we found yeah. direction within that cloud that nebulous of ideas that we had when we started not a grande outdoors the reasons that we started not a grande outdoors you just named a, a lot of them was getting that information out there mm-hmm. going from the get to the go <clears throat> within all of those we were just kind of floating around we didn't have a whole lot of I guess you could say we had a direction we were headed, but we didn't have a specific location mm-hmm. we wanted to get to. And so, um, as we worked our way through those first couple of podcasts, you know, uh, that that location or, or where we wanted to go with this really kind of kind of came together and yeah. kind of uh, you know was became a cohesive thought, which then became a an action plan mm-hmm. which then became a reality just because you know it was such a strong driving force behind what we wanted to do right yeah it was it, and it and we both feel extremely passionate about it um hunt it forward is um like i said we we did our very first podcast and we really had no clue what we was doing we did that in the first weekend in june um I'm not sure exactly when we released it. I think we we started releasing podcasts early Feb early early July, uh, late that, late yeah. June early July. Um, we started actually releasing them, um, and it kind of you know, like you said it kind of grew from there. But the Hunt It Forward program, the uh, to go from where it started in in and we really didn't have it in June. That's just when we started the podcast to completion in December. And it's not complete yet. There's still a lot to but the first phase through, of but it, the you first know. phase of it, you know, for us to go through, uh, find some participants, take them hunting the whole thing. That whole first season was really cool, and it was um, pretty neat to get that done in a half a year like we did. It's um, actually almost miraculous to have gotten it done in the in the time that we did from conception of uh not a grande to beginning the podcast to forming the the hunt it forward idea and and then all the way through to december where we actually had two participants uh go hunting for the first time ever right uh harvests uh their first big game animals um that and with everything that we had going on in our personal lives that for that to have happened the way that it did was dang near miraculous right well and, and it was and and i agree uh wholeheartedly on the miraculous part because our participants the the we spoiled em, emily, we've been spoiled <laughs> emily and adrian were the perfect candidates they were exactly what we were looking for both of them um exactly what we were looking for um exactly what hunt it forward needed to get off the ground and to give us a good start it like you said it spoiled us we're probably ruined um next year's participants sorry about your bad luck (laughs) you the bar has been set high for you very high and and to kind of jog you guys memory if um you can go back and and uh, listen to the hunt it forward podcast but just to just to jog your memory, you know that the hunt it forward idea of of 
expanding hunting uh, to new people who've never hunted before is not it's not a new idea. It's not an original <laughs> idea. Um, I just wrote a uh, or I, I won't say I just wrote it. I released it back right after our range day with with uh, Emily and Adrian, but I uh, wrote a blog or an article on our website about a change in perspective and how it's it's overdue that we we do that and that was because of conversations that Rodney and I had about this R3 retention reactivation and retention what is it recruitment retention reactivation the R3 program that's kind of nationwide right now in hunting that's kind of the buzz and this hunted forward <coughs> kind of came out of that because when it was when I saw it or when it was presented to me and I looked over all the information, um, we're doing a really good job at reaching trying to reach out to youth. Mm-hmm. We're doing a really good job of providing hunter education, of providing new ways to do hunter education online, all that stuff. You know, alternative hunter education camps stuff like that um we're having a harder and harder time getting into schools um however uh side note i just saw that iowa uh i'm into iowa yeah no kidding uh, iowa just reintroduced hunter education into their physical education yes. program which is fantastic way to go iowa we right. all ought to be following suit that, every state should have that yeah but <clears throat> anyways for the rest of us, you know, 49 states, we're gonna having a harder, harder time getting into the school system with a conservation message, with a hunter education message. And so <clears throat> our thought was we, we're, we're kind of focusing, and your original thought was not along those lines, if I remember right. In our conversations, you know, I kind of won you over to my side. Yeah, well, it... <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't that I was for one or the other. I had just never really thought about recruitment in the adult stage. Yeah. You know, but that's it, that stems from my raising. You know, I grew up um, in a hunting family, mm-hmm. so everybody in my family hunts. Um, and something you don't think about. Yeah. So it's, it's something just... you think about. So we did the we did the first time hunter podcast. Um, not sure what number it is, like sixteen, seventeen, or something like that, but. Um, with Chet, with Chet, yeah, and uh, Chet and Patrick and um, and Mark Monder, Mark Monder, and we were having a discussion in there. And Chet, you grew up on a ranch, but he didn't grow up hunting, and had never hunted, and even that baffled me. Right, you know. So, so sometimes we get comfortable in our own little boxes, and we don't see. The rest of the world yeah and, and that's I, exactly what happened so you're right i had never i had i'd never thought about recruiting hunters from the adult sector of the world and i wrote about that in in that in that change uh change in perspective is overdue uh in that blog uh, because that's kind of what happened to adrienne is she works in a profession that's closely related to natural resources uh-huh. and the 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 fact that she works where she does and had never, and had hunted. never hunted was just mind-boggling. Right. Yeah. But that's one of the things that that 
that we're trying to fight is get out of your mindset in that, you know, well, this is what a hunter is. We yeah. need to, we need to start thinking beyond that. So <clears throat> that idea went forward as we need to pick adult participants who are 21 to 40 years old. Uh, that's kind of, I think, an un- untapped market as far as hunting goes. Mm-hmm. You know, 40 to 60 are baby boomers. Mm-hmm. They're starting to get out of the sport. Mm-hmm. And then we've got, you know, fairly well, we've got the youth covered fairly well. Mm-hmm. But we're not doing a lot to service that that clientele, that 21 to 40 clientele. So that's where the idea started. And it started because, you know, those people, they've got jobs. They've got some disposable income. Mm-hmm. Um, if we can get them, we're likely going to get their kids. Yep. And that's where our focus was. And so we wanted to focus on people who had never been hunting before mm-hmm. uh, or people who may have not been hunting in you know 10 or more years. Yeah. And... And the more we go through this, I mean, and, and yeah, we've we've discussed that the whole ten or ten or more years, um, and it's not like we'll turn them away, but really, we're not going to teach them a whole lot, and we're kind of the, in, in and I don't know, maybe this is just from what we experienced through this year, kind of teaching mode. Um, right now, I think more more teaching mode and less just providing an opportunity for you know you know what you know what i'm yeah. trying to say um I, I liked the teaching aspect of what we did mm-hmm. um with this year's participants um and i did because i did speak to several people um uh about the the reintroduction you know people that haven't been hunting since they were kids or and stuff like that uh in both cases uh, they were gentlemen that um, had hunted when they were younger but haven't in 10, 15, 20 years. Um, but were both into shooting, both into camping, you know. So that's an area where we would provide an opportunity but really not much education. And that's... Um, that's really what we're kind of about right now is a little bit more education. I agree. Um, you know, I'm, I'm with you and, and I think we're on this, on the same, on the same wavelength there. Uh, but we, we of course aren't, aren't going to rule out maybe some of those who have done that because you may, you may run into one who, hunted a couple of times but really yeah. doesn't know yeah, a whole lot not a ruling out for <clears throat> sure absolutely but uh but yeah i think i think you're you're right on there and i i'm i'm with you i truly enjoyed the aspect of teaching and um and going just from nothing no, them knowing nothing to be you know harvesting that animal and it's intimidating you know it's right. it's intimidating to uh, teach somebody who has never done anything before because you know go, going through your head is am i 
teaching them the correct things? Am I giving them too much information? Am I, giving, am I not giving them enough information? Right. And I, I tend to think we probably gave them too much information, but that's just a, a that's a product of us feeling our way through this. You know, they were kind of our guinea pigs. Too too much information and not enough information all at the same time. At the same time, it, uh, because there was there were things that. You know, and we'll, you know, with with our next ones, we'll we'll have a little bit more organized strategy. But there were things that I certainly wish that we would have given them, uh, and then there were things that that we did give them that um, probably weren't as necessary, not as relevant at the as time. They, at the time, yeah, um, definitely relevant to hunting, but maybe not at that time. But that's a hard part because I, do you remember being taught how to hunt? No, because I, 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 I mean, I remember going hunting. I remember being young, and I remember the first time I shot and stuff. But I don't remember, you know, the details of the education. <laughs> well, that's because it was spread out we were over. Young, yeah, we were young, and it was spread out over, over such a, a a long period of time that you know it's it's the same reason I I I'm not I'm not gonna say I detest it. That's a really strong word. I don't like the weekend hunter education class. If it was up to me, hunter education would be a month long course, yeah. you know, a couple of days every every weekend or sure. a day, you know, a Friday between sure. five and eight, whatever it is, uh, because over that period of time you're gonna absorb more information. Sure. But uh yeah. That's, of course, that's and and of course that's what they're relying on to be devil's advocate to your argument is they're relying on the parents to do that. Correct. So and we're we're taking that that role as the mentors. Correct. In this in this kind of sense, um, through the hunt it forward, mm-hmm. and so again, this was the first time for us, first time for them. Mm-hmm. Um, we could not have gotten better participants. No. And. So picking our participants last year, yeah, we got real lucky. We did. <laughs> we kind of so I reached out to a to a, a couple of friends, um, one in one in particular because I knew she kind of ran in some different crowds. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's the best way I can put that. Um, she hunts. The friend of mine hunts herself. But she runs in some different crowds because she lives around Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I had a few leads on some some other possible participants. Uh, but I, w- she, I was really kind of leaning on her, say, because she had mentioned to me, oh, I've got a couple of friends who really want to go hunting, but they can't find anybody to go take them hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, my first thought was, well, why don't you take them hunting? But... That's really hard for a lot of people. Sure. You know. And it so, is, but that's what we're pushing. That's what we're pushing. Take them hunting. Yeah, take them hunting. <laughs> uh, we're not saying give them to us if you can and if take you're, you're take, take them hunting. But reached out to her and like you said, we couldn't have couldn't ask for better participants. That the, They were exactly what we were looking for as far as the demographic of, of what we wanted to reach out to. Mm-hmm. Um We've done former podcasts, uh, but particularly, well, both of them. But, you know, Emily was really 
interesting because she had not she'd known nothing about so hunting. yeah completely raw um hadn't hadn't done any of it shot um, shot handguns with her with her father as a you know growing up on a, on occasion right. not, not even right. avidly and so um yeah taking that from ground zero to to a hunt uh was a really amazing experience and i think that's another thing to to talk about here is how much we learn from it oh man uh yeah we i learned man I, I the the wealth of knowledge that i walked away with um because it forced us you know like i was talking about earlier about how i don't remember those lessons it forced me and i'm positive you to go back and dig that out you know to to well, we take for granted the stuff that we know because uh-huh. we just do it on instinct because that's what we've you know we we fall back on the years and years and years of experience yeah, we've and developed it over we've 25 something odd years of hunting what teaching forces you to do is and there's there's a reason there's good teachers there's bad teachers mm-hmm. good teachers can take that break it out mm-hmm Take the information that is needed, convey it in a sensible, um, articulate consumable, manner. articulate manner. Yep. Bad teachers cannot. They they just do it and expect you to right. learn it. Yeah. And it really... <clears throat> so I leaned heavily on our elk hunt that we did with our wives. So, because I botched that. Mm-hmm. You know, completely blew that up. Um, my wife did not enjoy that experience. Um we were bad teachers. We were bad teachers on that one. Um, and I think a lot of that, and Annie might want to listen to this part, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that we both highly respect our wives and really think that they can do anything. Um, and we didn't take the time to teach them. Yeah. Well... I think we assumed some things about them. Yeah. Um, coming from the family that they came from, their dad hunted, their brother hunts. Um, I think we probably made some assumptions that were not necessarily false, but but misplaced assumptions. Yeah. Um, and you add to that their trepidation and and nervousness about going hunting with their husbands, who are avid hunters. I mean, there's a whole slew of things that. <clears throat> that could have been done by us to make that a more enjoyable experience. Mostly just slowing down. Mostly. <clears throat> yeah. But but not only that, um, explaining why we're doing what we're doing, mm-hmm. that type of thing. And I think you're right. I think that was a good experience to draw on to help us better do the hunt it forward yeah. and have the experience that we had yeah. with with these participants. Well, I, I definitely <laughs> did that. I took, I took conversations that I'd had with my wife about that hunt. And um, made sure that on this hunt, not to do the same things. You know, I, I made sure to slow down. In particular, one instance is when um, we were walking up the canyon on, on Adrian's stock. And I said, hey, let's slow down. Yeah. Because I'd done the exact opposite with my wife. I'd run her up the road, put her on an elk. She was out of breath. And without ever having experienced that... Um, she wasn't comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so with that in the back of my mind, that was just that a direct experience. You know, I was like, hey, let's slow down, make sure that she's 
Uh, not that I thought she was running out of breath. I just didn't want her to get to that position where she had to bring herself back down. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the results were fantastic. Absolutely. Um, they, <laughs> like you said, we're, we're kind of going to be tainted from here on out because it was such an enjoyable experience. Right. Such they, an enjoyable experience. Yeah, I mean, they just... For one, you could tell how much they wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, because somebody that truly wants, that has a true desire to learn something, mm-hmm. they're going to be just a sponge. And that's Completely what engaged. Yeah. They, they were attentive. They soaked up everything that we said. They asked questions. They were involved. They didn't just... Neither one of them just were there. Yeah. They participated. They were participants in every sense of the word. Um, You know, they shot at the range. They practiced. They listened to us. They listened to you and your instructions. When we got out there in the field, um, you know, they listened to us. When we told them, duck, crouch, crawl, they they did it all. Watch for cactuses. You know, they, they picked up on everything and really applied it because they truly had a desire to learn what they could in the short time that we had to do this and that's really all i mean that's the base of what we're looking for in participants is that desire to do it right if you don't want to do it there's nothing we can do to make you do it no no and that's where i think i say you know we're spoiled and next year could end up being a disaster because and it won't be a disaster don't get me wrong i just <laughs> you know how it is you if you if you go out on your very first hunt and you kill a 30 point buck um you know what else do you got to look forward to <laughs> and we we kind of hopefully killed, we, the experience because that was so we keep talking right? about it but and, but we kind of killed our 30 point buck um that's okay <clears throat> but but really what it was is that desire and i'm afraid i fear and and we'll have to have a little bit more thorough screening process going forward. But I want to make sure that our new participants have that desire. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be somebody that's just like, hey, I should go try this. Yeah. You know, I want I like people that have a desire. Well, and thankfully, you know, we had that dis- we had that discussion with both of them prior to prior to selection, prior to saying, hey, we want to to do this with you. Yeah. Well, um. I sat down with face to face with both of them and explained what mm-hmm. we wanted to do, what what our intention was, asked them what their <clears throat> expectations were, um, asked them what their desires were, asked them what their abilities were, and and I'm hoping that that uh, even though I think I did a pretty good job this year, I'm hoping you know this or this past year, I'm hoping this coming year. Um, We'll have that even kind of refined down a little bit more, uh, so that so that we're prepared for that. Yeah, definitely a lot of work to do on mine and your part. Yeah, um, there's going to be a lot of of um, more detail going into next year. Um, we're going to have to sit down and scrutinize our process. <laughs> well. We, um, we apologize to them, to Emily profusely. and Adrian, be, profusely because they were the guinea pigs. But uh, but it, it only serves to, to help those who come next. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and those who come next, guess what? The people after you are going to 
um, they're going to have a better experience. Hopefully, more. you will grow every year. So there's still some follow through um, to do. We we're we're not done with Adrian and Emily. Uh, the next part of the process will come in this next season when you well, know the, waiting, last year we're waiting for the proclamation to come out. Yeah, yeah. So last year we we provided the opportunity. Yes, you know, we we um, through contacts came up with some some landowner tags um, on some private property mm-hmm. and took them hunting, you know, there, uh, which is what we'll do again next year. Um, but this year it's going to be about, as far as them, it's going to be about getting the proclamation, teaching them how to read the proclamation, teaching them how to put in for the draw, select their hunts and, and go through that process. You know, now that we've got them hooked, uh, we'll, we'll, um, take that next step and and get them out there on their own yeah and uh that work we're waiting for the proclamation to come out uh expect it to come out this first part of january mm-hmm. when that happens we're going to make a trip sit down with them go through it um make sure that they understand it but uh that's really <clears throat> that's really how this has to happen we, we can't just give them a good opportunity and then say hey go figure it out good luck because research has shown that even if a person has a good experience in hunting if they don't have somebody there to kind of walk them through to bounce questions off of to use as a sounding board and help them through the process there's a good very good chance they're not going to continue that right. whatever they were doing it doesn't right. matter if it's hunting whatever it is yeah i and i think that's um you know that's something that's that's this will be a, a you know a lifelong partnership you know anytime mm-hmm. that they have questions need answers um or just advice about hunting that that not a grande will be there for them um you know going forward hopefully they'll share some of their future successes with Nada Grande um, so we can pass it on. So, yeah, by, by no means is, is that uh, a done process. You know, there's still years to go with it. So Yeah, for sure. But we are excited about the upcoming season. Very excited. Um, we put together a tentative schedule. Um, so we're waiting for the proclamation to come out, and then once the proclamation goes comes out, we're going to read through it, um, see what changes there are. There's always a few changes, so we'll see what kind of changes there are, what kind of different information that they have in the proclamation this year, um, and then we're going to do a podcast about that, breaking down that proclamation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll have what... Kind of like what we did last year, you know, we'll break down the drawing odds. Yeah, we're going to go through the harvest reports. Harvest reports. From 2017, yeah. No, the harvest, so they'll have the harvest reports for 20, uh, It'll be 2017. yeah, from 2017, 18. Yeah. So this year is the 2018, 19 year. Correct. Um, so they'll have the harvest report and they've already got those out, I think. <clears throat> yeah. For, for that year. Um, and they've also got the drawing on reports out. Correct. Both on the website. So, we'll, but we'll break those down. Um, 
and which is something I've already started doing, um, breaking it down, looking at the, the drawing odds, um, comparing it to harvest reports. Um, you know, we'll do some podcasting about that. Um, and, and kind of just the whole season again, really. I mean, it's, it's not going to be just a repeat because um, there's always new information to be had. But, but yeah. yeah, we're going to kind of go through that um, as well as, you know, the Hunt It Forward um, podcast. We'll have, you know, several more of, of those coming up. Um, and then, of course, we've got, you know, just off-the-wall stuff that has to do with hunting and the outdoors, camping, but um, well, I know one one that we're that we're looking forward to is uh, at some point uh, here in January uh, we're gonna go out on the trap line with Ty. Right. We're gonna do another trapping uh, podcast with my brother Ty Jackson uh, and hopefully some video with him as well. Yes. Talk about some of that. Um, we're gonna talk about this year is the long session in the legislature. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can be assured that there are going to be some anti-hunting, anti-gun, anti-trapping bills coming forth in the legislature. Right. And this is one of the things that, that we're, we talk about in our podcast is be educated. And we're going to take a step farther this year. Be involved. Yes. You can't just stick your head in the sand or you can't just be educated about it and not get involved. Um, they are coming after our rights. They're coming after what we love to do. And if you do mm-hmm. not get involved, if you are apathetic about it, you will lose those rights. Yep. I can guarantee you there's going to be something anti-trapping. Um, you know, there is all the time. And and the the squeaky wheel gets the grease um and you know there's like the roads getting shut down left and right in chavez county the, the, the yeah the act to access to to public land access to public land you know these are things that we've got to keep our it's eyes not, on it's not just it's just not just chavez county that's happening in union county i guarantee it's yeah, happening it happens, in other all, places. It happens all over the place and these are things that we've got to keep our eye on so you know last year we did a pretty good pretty decent job for our first season of bringing you guys some videos from the New Mexico Department of Game and Fish meetings and stuff like that. We're going to continue to do some stuff like that. Um, and we'll try and keep you guys abreast of a lot of the going on that, that has to do with hunting. Now, we can't cover the whole state. We're two guys. Um, I live in Otero County. You live in... Colfax. Colfax. So we've got a pulse on what's going on there. But... We need your help. We need your information. So if you know of anything that's going on that needs um, needs the word spread on, let us know. You know, because we can only cover so much and and find out so much. So yeah. But yeah, those are some things that we're going to be doing next year. Talking about that stuff. Um, just tentatively, I mean, with our with Adrian and Emily, we're going to be talking about their continued progress through Hunt It Forward. Um, as well as bringing in hopefully some new participants. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna bring in. Uh, we haven't discussed a number yet, but yeah, we're definitely gonna bring in some. Um, hopefully, at least two haunted forward participants again this year. And I, I gotta, I gotta stop here, and I gotta give a shout out to uh, 
Tri-State Outfitters, Bridger Petrini, um, got us the the private land tags yes. for Hunt It Forward, and I want to, I, I haven't done it yet, uh, so I just want to thank him immensely for that. That was fantastic, um, and couldn't have asked for a, a better place to go hunting. So it no, was awesome. No, we couldn't. We couldn't have. We couldn't have asked for a better opportunity. Um, extremely cool hunt for a first-time hunter. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, he he gave us those tags, mm -hmm. and so that that was uh, very benevolent of him to do that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So let's talk a little bit about what we're looking for in our applicants. Um, so the, to our listeners out there, and spread the word. If you know somebody, um, let them know to get in contact with us. Give you know you get in contact with us and let us know about them. Um, we're looking for people who are interested in hunting, um, people who have a desire to learn what it's about and, and be a part of the hunting community. Um, preferably between the ages of 21 and 40. Yeah. I mean, if it's just you know, 45, I don't, I don't really yeah. care. Not going to take anybody <laughs> under 21. No. It's not going to happen. <laughs> um, uh, that's for sure. But, um, so yeah. Ages ages um, twenty one to forty, ish. Um, what else? So, again, has, like we, has never hunted, yeah. or at least hasn't hunted in the t in ten years. Has never hunted, or or has not hunted in ten plus years. Where we we lean towards preferring those who have not hunted before, mm -hmm. and those who who may not fit the mold of of hunters yeah uh, like Rodney said the real basic requirement that we really want is is their desire to get into it no matter what um, Emily from from 2018 Emily she she her reasons for getting into it were extremely interesting yeah <clears throat> she at one point <clears throat> was thinking about becoming a vegetarian hopefully we fix that mm -hmm. <laughs> But her reasoning for that was because she felt that if she was going to eat meat, she wanted uh, to have a closer tie to her food. Mm -hmm. She wanted to know where it came from. She wanted to know what was going into it. She wanted to know how it got there. She just wanted that. And, and I, we've, I think we've talked about this before on the podcast that that society has. There's a gap between society and understanding where our food comes from. And so for her to recognize that and want to remedy that and want to actually go through procuring her own meat yes. is very admirable. Very cool. And, yeah. and, and uh, you know, someone like that is prime for what we want to do. Great. Um, what's another one? Oh, yeah. You have to be able to legally possess a firearm. Yes. You know, because uh, you're going to have to bring your own and... Be legal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no felons. Yeah. So you can't. Well, I guess you can technically be a felon as long as you've got your rights back to possess a firearm. Correct. Um, you just have to have the right to possess a firearm. Um, and the and you know, we generally start with firearms because that's generally the easiest way to get into hunting. Um, you don't have to have real specialized equipment. 
Yeah, it, it takes a lot of practice to be an archer. And, yeah. and now in the state, that's the only thing that you could do. You know, used to you could go muzzler hunting, mm-hmm. but now you can't. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so that's a requirement. What's some other ones, Kyle? Um, really, that's, isn't that about it? As far as, yeah, as far as, as to, to kind of be considered for an applicant, we're going to get into more detail yeah. with, with the applicants as, as they come in. Um, but we want, we want people to know kind of what we're looking for. Um, we also want them to know what, you know, our expectations yeah. are. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and we do that, but let's, so their expectations, so one of the things that you're going to have to do, and I want you to understand this, is you are going to have to buy your own license, mm-hmm. you're going to have to buy a game hunting and fishing license, all the required tags, you're going to have to purchase, um, you're going to have to be able to get to the hunting location, mm-hmm. um, you may have to camp, um, if you're not going to have to be you're physically going to have to get yeah. your own accommodations. Yeah, you're going to have to be physically able. Um, we're not equipped to do uh, handicapped. No. Um, maybe at some point, but right now we can't. So, um, you know, so yeah, we're not providing anything other than opportunity and education. Right. Um, so we want we want to let you. This is not a guide service. We're not outfitters. We're not accepting um, compensation for it. No, nothing you're, like you're that. You're not paying us. You're not tipping us. Um, you're simply we're 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 gonna and that's what we will provide is opportunity and education. Mm-hmm. These are the two things that we're gonna provide and hopefully a great story. <laughs> well, we'll you definitely know. have that if you come along. Right. So. Um, I think for now that's I mean that's pretty much covers covers the bases uh as we get applicants um that you know we'll we'll go into more depth about why they want to do it and all that and yeah. what they want to do. Now, understand also that we are we're going to do probably big game hunts. That doesn't mean that let's say someone wants to go small game hunting they have no interest in big game hunting. We will absolutely take them as an applicant. Yes. And possibly even take them some some other time. So Correct. as far as the hunt it forward goes, we're looking for all types of interest in hunting. Yeah. Hunting. Um not fishing. Um it's not that we couldn't do fishing, it's just that that's we're we're we're, Again, we're just for, starting out. Yeah. We're we're looking for hunters. So um, like Kyle said, big game hunting, turkey hunting, antelope, elk, deer. Um, I would say that all of these are possibilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know what kind of hunt it will be this year. Um, if you're if you're in it just to try and get a tag, um, don't, because we will find out if you have hunted in the past ten years or not. <laughs> so that's, that's pretty easy to find out. Yeah. Um, and I guess another thing to add in there about expectations for for the applicants is, um, you know, I guess you don't have to keep the meat, but hopefully that's kind of what you're there for. And so understand that, that you know, that's, that's going to be a... 
That's a good question. Like Kyle said, so here's another expectation or another something that y'all will have to be able to do is sit down and talk to us. It, it may be, you know, over, what do they call it, uh, the video, what what is it? You FaceTime. Know, FaceTime, you know, um, Skype. Skype, something like that. But, yeah, you know, when we get when we get enough applicants, then we'll start talking to people, and, and we're going to choose the people that we think fit the program the best. Mm-hmm. So just because you um, are an applicant doesn't mean that you'll get to go um, we're going to choose two or three or, you know, whatever we decide on. Um, and kind of mold, hunt it forward to their desires, mm-hmm. you know, uh, their skill level, so on and so forth. So, um, anybody that's interested, um, you can get in contact with us. Rodney, if I know someone who wants to go hunting for the first time ever, how do they apply? <laughs> Not with that voice. <laughs> um, That's all the infomercial voices. Right? You know what I'm saying? Right? Yeah, I know. Um, you lost me, dude. Um, now I'm spaced out at TV at 2 o'clock in the morning. Huh? Squirrel. <laughs> Squirrel. Yeah, so there's several ways that you can get in contact with this. Uh, we're on Instagram at Grande Outdoors. Yep. We are on... You can direct message us. Yep. We are on Facebook, Grande Outdoors. Uh, it's the face hole thing. It's the face hole thingy. We have Twitter. Uh, we have an email. Yep. Notagrandeoutdoors at gmail.com. We have, what else do we have? YouTube. We have YouTube. YouTube. You can, you can leave, leave a comment, comment. On, our, on our Honey Forward video. Um, we have telepathy. No, wait. No, we don't have no, that. No, I don't have that. Um <laughs> I think that's it. We have our website, www.notagrandeoutdoors.com. You can leave you can a comment. Leave a comment there. Um, so if you are somebody or know somebody that is looking to get into hunting and would like to be a applicant applicant for the Hunt It Forward program 2019 in the edition. 2019 season, uh, get in contact with us. Let us know. Yep. Absolutely. Um, we done with Hunt It Forward? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, on another note, for all you listeners out there, we appreciate you guys listening. We have, uh, really enjoyed doing this, but we want more interaction right? with you guys. Nothing. Need you guys comments. are freaking quiet out there. Um, I know that we've got listeners to our podcast because because we see the numbers so i know that we've got listeners unless it's just a monkey sitting there playing (laughs) never trust a monkey (laughs) yeah we know Uh, we have listeners out there because we've talked to some of you but we need some interaction so so we talked a little bit earlier about some of the stuff that we've got upcoming right so you work we've kind of got our plan set but there's you know really the only thing that we have um, planned is the uh, the hunt it forward stuff and then the educational stuff you know that we're going to be talking about like the proclamation the draw, the draw it's blah blah blah, blah yeah. scouting those, those are really the, those are the really the hardwired yeah. podcasts yeah. that we we absolutely want to get done yeah but we have three or four slots 
that that come up before the application deadline. Mm-hmm. And who knows how many after that? Yeah. So if you've got questions or inform, you know, need information, and if you want to, to you know, if there's something that you want covered, um, contact us the same as you would for um, Hunt It Forward, uh, and ask us a question, and we'll see if we can get it in the podcast. If you have questions about, you know, hunt units or how the draw works, you know, we're going to be covering that stuff. But, um, but if you want, like, we're going to give you information that we think about. Yeah. If you got questions and there's something that we didn't think about, you better let us know or we ain't going to tell you. Because <laughs> we won't know. That's right. We won't know, so we can't tell you. Yeah. So get in contact with us. Ask us some questions. Tell us we're dumbasses. Something. <laughs> just. Rodney, you're dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just, we're just looking for some more interaction with our listeners. We want to grow this podcast. Tell your friends about it. Um we we're just getting started we're enjoying what we're doing we hope that you guys are enjoying it too um and we really just want everybody to kind of take this idea of hunt it forward and and go with it right if you've taken somebody hunting or you plan on taking somebody hunting that hasn't hunt before hunted before share your story with us yeah and um, and not only that you know if you've done it and have a great story and we'll we can pull you into the podcast right we can have you yeah. call in what, whatever it yeah. is we we uh we want to hear those stories because we know it's happening we know people are doing it um again it's not an original idea but uh, we're just sharing it sharing it with you from our perspective right and on another squirrel note by squirrel the time note, not a squirrel nut <laughs> no Um, (laughs) by the time you listen to this podcast we will almost have some hats and t-shirts that's right i forgot about that and window decals not a grande outdoors hats not a grande outdoors t-shirts and not a grande outdoors window decals um Thanks, early thanks, part of thanks January. Thanks to my wife uh, at Annie Jackson, Annie Leather, Jackson Leather, who did us a t-shirt. She did us a solid. She did us a solid. And we have a she awesome... Did, she did you guys a solid. She did you guys a solid and did an awesome, awesome uh, t-shirt decal or t-shirt design. Yes. It, if it offends anybody, too bad. <laughs> you know what happens when you get offended? Huh. Nothing. Nothing. And then yeah. you just get over it. Yeah. Yeah. So... so, so um, Check back on InstaFaceHole, our website, all of that good stuff, because we are going to have some t-shirts. Um, they're in limited numbers, so if you miss out, please let us know. That way, when we put in our ex- next order, we'll know how, uh, you know, uh, if you want to gauge interest. We, um, we can probably do, once we get, once we get a proof... We can put it up on the website, and if you want to pre-order, yes, we'll do that then. Yeah, that's that whole computer hacking stuff that we don't have the skills for, but we'll figure it out. I'll blunder my way through it. I can press a button, button like a monkey. We created a website <laughs> <laughs> and a podcast. We only deleted about five of them. Something no, like more than that. that. <laughs> you think we deleted more than five? 
I think I know, we did. I know we deleted the first one. I know we did. So oh, a bummer. Anyways, but yeah, um, we are gonna have some some cool merchandise. Yeah, merch, merch, some swag, some swag. I I want to hit myself for saying that. Swag. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, well, that's why I said it in a funny voice. You don't say it in a normal voice. Swag, swag. Yeah. If you if you're like, we're gonna get you guys some swag, then you meant it. And your douche <laughs> hitting Rodney for saying yeah. swag. Right. Thanks for joining. Adios. Thanks for joining Not a Grande Outdoors podcast. Come follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And don't forget about our website, www.notagrandeoutdoors.com. Adios. Adios.